go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join the madness. <laughs> Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, and I am your guide in this raucous journey of coping with the creative life. Fueled by your questions, we explore the trials and travails of productivity, discipline, art, and finances in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1064. Today we have a question from Herb that was very old and got lost in the endless stack of emails that lays below my feet, which props me up on those days when I need to be taller to cut down certain trees. Actually, it's a horrible metaphor because... You always want to cut trees close to the ground so that you get the longest logs out of them for the sawmill. Anyway. Yeah, you want to be taller so you can get up to the top of the trees to pick the best pine cones. I don't eat pine cones. I do. Strange, strange planet you come from. Today, Herb asks... I have an idea for a thriller concerning a single-day crime spree by one man and a beat cop who is the one who puts it all together and sets out to confront him. I'm looking at the ideas, and I actually see two separate novels about a series of events that intersect only at the climax where they confront each other. Is it reasonable to write them this way? Is it reasonable to write all of the cops' novels, say, and then write the criminal's point of view of events, or more likely, the opposite, as the cop will be more reactive until the end, and then only go back to structure the actual book by interweaving the scenes afterwards? What would be the advantages and pitfalls of that process? Perfectly good way to do it. I've done a few books this way. It's lots of fun. The advantage is that you get to stick in one point of view. You don't have to worry about point of view discipline with characters knowing things about the other characters or the other situations that they shouldn't yet know. That's very, very handy. Especially if the sort of book you're writing is a thriller, which this is. Um, actually sounds a little bit like the old Michael Douglas movie Falling Down. So um, either uh, it's a really great movie, I recommend watching it. But for you, Herb, you may want to write your book before you watch it so you don't accidentally plagiarize. Unless you're already worried about accidentally plagiarizing in that case. Maybe watch the movie so that you um, know how much you need to deviate from that. Maybe you saw it as a kid and it's been hanging around in your subconscious. It's a really great film. But yeah, the point of view discipline and the point of view integrity and immersion are the real advantages to this um, to this approach. The disadvantage is that you're going to have to keep a calendar. And granted, this is going to be an hour-by-hour hour calendar because you've got the crime spree happening over the course of a single day. But... Um, you're going to have to make sure that your hero and your villain are not in the same place at the same time, that the hero or that the cop can get to the crime scenes in enough time to be trailing the guy around, that the cop is hearing about the crimes being called in at the right time of day, so that everything will line up, because it's very easy for things to fall out of sync in this kind of a writing situation. And in the scenario that you have laid forth, timing is going to be really, really important because it's happening over such a constrained time frame. And you've got other constraints in the mix, like the speed of police response and traffic and whatnot. Uh, the events that happen at five o'clock during rush hour are not going to play out the same way that events that happen during lunchtime. So that's the kind of stuff you will absolutely have to keep track of 
or you're going to risk breaking the story for yourself, or worse, breaking the story for your readers. From a reader's point of view, I think this could work as either as two novels or as one that is interwoven together, depending on what you end up writing. He, the trick with the with doing it as two separate novels is going to be the climax, because the climax comes when the two of them come together. So that that would be iffy, unless you can write a climax that's a book long and then you do a trilogy. Oh, wow. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Anyway, that's what we got. Thank you very much, Herb. Sorry it took so long to get to this one, but we found it! We'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty Nakian, and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2023 J. Daniel Sawyer, and the production is copyright 2023 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, and all other rights are reserved to the author. Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.